So the topic we are looking at this afternoon is if God be for us, what I will be talking about in a short while. Now, I don't know what your experience has been in the past few weeks or months. I want you to know that today is a new day of joy for you in Jesus' mighty name. And how do I know? Psalm 68 verse 19. It says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefit. So my prayer for you this afternoon, this morning, is that the benefit and blessing the Lord has packaged for you today, your hands shall receive them in Jesus' mighty name. You know, it's important to mention this because I've heard a lot concerning this year, year 2020. Many describe it as a year of uncertainty, considering the losses they've incurred. Some called it year of anxiety. As a matter of fact, some people have given up on year 2020. They just say, let this year just pass and let's move on. Praise the name of the Lord. Considering the business opportunity they've lost, considering job interview, they were canceled or postponed. But one thing is sure, year 2020 is a year the Lord has made. And we will rejoice, we will be glad in it in Jesus' mighty name. But my Bible tells me that when men are saying there is a casting down, what should we say? We should say there is a lifting up. Praise the name of the Lord. And we have to say this with all our faith. Praise the name of the Lord. For we know God is in control of situation. Because if God be for you, I can assure you your victory is guaranteed. If God be for you, your money is sure. So don't lose hope. Don't give up on year 2020. Irrespective of what you have gone through or you are still going through, if God be for you, your breakthrough is certain. And you shall share your testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Your mighty God, in whom all things consist, he tells us in Isaiah 43, 19, he said he would do a new thing. And I believe this with all my heart. How many people believe the Lord would do a new thing? Just wave to the Lord if you believe that. And so shall be your experience in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I believe this because if God who creates heaven and earth and everything in them in just six days, I'm not sure if you heard me. I didn't say six weeks. I didn't say six months. He created heaven and earth, everything in it, in them in just six days. Then what is your need that the all-sufficient God cannot deliver? We still have more than 90 days in this year. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why I'm saying don't give up on year 2020 yet. You will receive your miracle in Jesus' mighty name. What is the size of your project that the master of the universe cannot complete? How complicated is the problem that the omniscient cannot unravel and solve? How concerning is the doctor's report that the great physician cannot cure permanently? Believe this. God will surely do a new thing for you before this year runs out in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I'm aware that we as believers, especially in this end time, we are faced with physical and spiritual battles. In fact, sister makes that clear. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. So he made it clear that we are in warfare with spiritual entities. Praise the name of the Lord. But if God is on your side, victory is assured. Praise the Lord. So I also want us to know that nothing is peculiar to you. Because there is a way we look at issues at times, and it makes us feel depressed because you think you are the only one going through something. Everybody is going through something. But the good news for us is that we are going through something to break through into glory in Jesus' mighty name. The battle of one may be different to another. Some may be health-related. Some may be marital. Some may be financial. We must understand that life is a battle. You don't even need to offend anyone before they rise against you. Praise the Lord. The grace of God over your life can bring envy against you. Praise the Lord. What, or what will you 
recalled the offense of Joseph against his brother before he was sold to slavery. So whether you know it or not, whether you accept it or not, we are all in a world, we are several forces, already waiting for us even before we were born. Praise the Lord. But the good news is found in John 16.33. John 16.33. If it can be up, I will want us to read together. John 16.33. But what that says, basically, is that these things I've spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good share, have overcome the world. And that is the message for someone here this morning in the name of Jesus. So you may be going through things, you may be going through challenges. It is expected. Praise the Lord. It's very easy to say it's not my portion. God has not promised that we won't face challenge. But what he has promised is that he has overcome for us. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know what you are going through this morning. It doesn't matter how long it has been or complicated. You shall overcome in Jesus' mighty name. Every battle contending with you, you shall overcome in Jesus' mighty name. For God is on your side. Any gang up against you shall scatter by heavenly thunder in the name of Jesus. I want everyone under the sound of this morning to be aware of one thing. That God is for you. He promised never to leave you nor forsake you. And I want you to know that he's a promise keeper. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Can you imagine that? He knows you by name. Let me tell your neighbor, God knows me by name. You are not saying it as if you are sure. God knows me by name. He knows me by name. Praise the name of the Lord. So let me remind you, because of our time, we just use one example. To remind you of one man in the Bible who triumphed over life battles, for God was with him. And the popular one here is, is David, the man David. If you look at the account in 1 Samuel 18, 7 to 9, 1 Samuel 18, 7 to 9, where, let me just paraphrase that, where we, the women sang for David that he killed in 10,000, wise King Saul killed in 1,000, in just 1,000, praise the Lord. And because of that, envy came upon King Saul against David. It wasn't David that asked the woman to sing in that fashion. He did, never, he did not even know that they were going to sing for him. Praise the name of the Lord. So that's why I said, you don't even need to offend someone before they gang up against you. That the goodness of God in your life, the grace of God over your life, can bring about envy. Praise the Lord. So King Saul, King Saul was against David's life for about 13 years. And in all those years, he chased David from cave to cave, from city to city, everywhere, just to kill him. He divided all me to kill David. But by grace of God, David escaped off, for God was with David. Praise the name of the Lord. And David eventually became the king that Saul was preventing him from becoming. And Saul was consumed by his own envious heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Maybe someone or some people are against your divine purpose of God for your life. I want to assure you that you will fulfill that purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. The seat of honor the Lord has reserved for you, you shall sit on it in Jesus' mighty name. Any gang up shall fail for your sake in Jesus' mighty name. Maybe you too, you have been chased and on David by powerful forces. That chasing game is over today in the name of Jesus. I declare to you, all your adversaries shall submit to you and serve you in Jesus' mighty name. Your amen doesn't show you believe it. There is a scripture here which is also very important, 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14, he says, Now thanks be unto God, who always makes us to triumph in Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. And I underline the word, always, always. Thanks be unto God, which always makes us, so not sometimes. 
It's not like you will win today, you will lose tomorrow. The plan of God, the mind of God for us is that we should win always. So it doesn't matter what the experience is. It doesn't matter what we are going through. We must have this winning mentality. Praise the name of the Lord. It's not by our power, but by the grace of God over our lives, we are not losers. And I pray that every area of struggle in your life, very soon you will share your testimony in Jesus' mighty name. I want us to realize that we are not just conquerors. If you look at Romans 8.37, it says we are more than conquerors. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you believe you are more than conquerors? Why not shout hallelujah? So I want to announce to you that what Jesus has conquered cannot conquer us anymore. So now the mention of that name, every knee shall bow in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for you today that whoever is planning to pull your blessing shall be made to borrow from you in the name of Jesus. The Lord mighty God will cause your enemies to serve you in Jesus' mighty name. Now, how do I remain on the Lord's side? You know, the topic says, if God be for us. It's, look at that word, if. So it's not automatic. It's not automatic that God will be on your side. There are terms and conditions. We also have a responsibility. There are things we must do. There are things we must not do. Praise the Lord. Because of that, I will just mention a few. And I pray that Lord will expand and enlarge his word in our hearts, in Jesus' mighty name. So how do I remain on the Lord's side? Because for God to be for you, you must be on the Lord's side. The first one I'll just mention is that be humble. Be humble. Humility is key. James 4, 6. James 4, 6 says, God receives the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You know one good thing about this church? It's so their dynamics. It's one thing you can easily imbibe in this church is humility. Do you agree with me? For it flows from the leadership, and it flows all the way. If you have spent up to six months in this church, you won't struggle with humility. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, when some people find themselves in position of authority, they sometimes forget they are still mortars like others. They are simply enjoying grace. And my advice to such people is that don't use what you got by grace to disgrace others. Praise the name of the Lord. Understand that you are blessed to be a blessing, not a terror. So be humble. And the story I'll quickly share with you is the story of Mordecai. That's in Esther 7, 9 to 10. I'm sure many of us are familiar with that story. We realize that what made Haman to go against Mordecai because he did not bow to Haman. Haman was just a human being, only that he was elevated in the palace. Just because of that, he wanted to kill the gentleman. Not just the gentleman, anything connected to Mordecai, he wanted to destroy. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. But at the end of the intervene, God intervened and he turned things around. The very gallows, the very thing of death that he prepared for Mordecai, that was what they hung him upon. Praise the name of the Lord. And God honored Mordecai. You know where God says that he receives the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Then we need to be careful. Because when the eternal rock of ages is resisting someone, that person cannot go far. Do you agree with me? And when the grace of God is upon a man, then he can get to any height of greatness in life. Praise the name of the Lord. My prayer today is that the spirit of humility will rest upon us, mighty name of Jesus. So the next thing we have to also do to ensure that God is on our side is to be grateful. Tell your neighbor, be grateful. Be grateful. 
So what I'm saying here is that show gratitude to God always and to those people God used as your destiny helpers. Praise the name of the Lord. Appreciate those God used to facilitate your lifting. God is in the habit of arranging meeting between man and man. Between two people. Praise the Lord. If you remember in the Bible, when God was set to lift up Joseph, he arranged a meeting between him and Pharaoh. When God was said to help that woman of Shunem, the Shunammite woman, when he wanted to deliver for her, he arranged a meeting between her and Elisha. And God is still arranging a meeting today. He also arranged a meeting between Mephibosheth, if you remember that story in 2 Samuel. When he was ready to take Mephibosheth out of Lodiba, a deserted place, a forgotten place, he arranged a meeting between Mephibosheth and King David. And God is still in the business of arranging meeting. Today we arrange a meeting between you and your destiny helpers. In the mighty name of Jesus. So what I'm now saying here is that when you are linked, when you are connected, the bridges, the people God used to link you up, don't ignore them. Don't forget them. Don't get too busy. Don't ignore their call. Now that you are big, now that you are successful, don't ignore the people God used. Praise the name of Because that's the only way to keep rising. Hallelujah. Remember, some people, when they get to a certain stage in life, they even ignore their parents. Don't let us ignore our parents. Celebrate them. Be grateful to them always, irrespective of who they are. Isaiah 51, verse 1b. Isaiah 51, 1b. tells us that, don't forget the rock whence ye are hewn. Simply put, that don't forget the tree from where you are carved out. Hallelujah. So don't get too busy to have time for your parents. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. My advice to you is that do never get to a stage where you cannot be corrected without being offended. There are some people, they believe they have gotten to a level in life, nobody can call them to order. Never get to that stage that you have no regard for anyone. Praise the name of the Lord. And it's pride that makes that happen so that you don't limit your growth. Hallelujah. So, in, in conclusion, know who you are in Christ. That is thought I will share within the time frame that is available. Know who you are in Christ. I told you first of all, be humble. What is the second thing? Be grateful. Then the third one is know who you are in Christ. So what I'm saying is that do not let the devil deceive you with a promise of making you become what God has already made you to be. Praise the name of the Lord. And the example that we use is in Genesis 3, serpent and the Eve. You know, the serpent told the Eve that eat this tree, the tree in the middle of the garden, and you will be like God. My question to Mommy Eve is that, who was she like before? Praise the Lord. God has made her in his image, after his own likeness. There was nothing she needed that she did not have access to. The first family was thoroughly blessed. The garden where they were was a very beautiful garden. They had everything. It will interest you to know that when God even created animals, God brought them before Adam that he should name them. It's not that the one who created those animals couldn't name them, but God had a good relationship with Adam. He had so much confidence in him. He brought those animals, named these animals. So whatever name he gave them, that's the name it will be. God never suggested any name. If he say one, is hippopotamus. God will not say, don't you think that name is too long? No, that's what it will be. If he calls another one a cat, that's what it carries. That shows you the level of relationship they had. So what I'm saying in essence is that Satan has nothing to offer. Praise the Lord. Remember, he also tried it with, with, with Jesus. 
He went to Jesus. If you look at that account in Matthew 4, 1 to 12, you will see the account there. You know, the third faith attempt he made. He said Christ should bow down for him and worship him, and he will give Jesus the whole heart and all the glories. Hallelujah. You know, my question there is that, how will you give something to the one who created everything? Praise the name of the Lord. Why will you try to deceive your maker? I wonder where I got the audacity. But the understanding I got there is that Christ was simply teaching us how to deal with Satan, how to overcome his antics, knowing that he has nothing to offer. Everything he wants to offer, God has already delivered. His agenda is clear. The agenda of Satan is to steal, is to kill, and to destroy. Satan is the one who will dig a pit. He will put a mat on it. He will put a beautiful shell on top. It's a bait. It's, a, it's to ensnare you. He has nothing to offer. So it's very key. If we want God to be on our side, then we must compromise our faith. We must not give devil room. We will not ask him to offer us anything because he will always lead us away. And I pray we will not fall to his trap in Jesus' mighty name. So as I conclude, sometimes we go through suffering and challenges. You wonder, is God really for me? It is a strategy of the devil. God will never abandon you. Let nothing separate you from God's love. He knew you even before you were born. If not for God, some people did not even want you to be born at all. But God intervened, and he has brought you thus far, despite all us. He will never leave you. Hold on to him. He will fill your heart with joy unspeakable, and you will sing a new song of victory in Jesus' mighty name. My final word for you this afternoon is that put everything in God's hand, and you hand of God in everything concerning you. I ask you, people of God, if God be for you, who can be against you? I ask you again, if God be for you, who can be against you? Praise the name of the Lord.